0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Basel, Switzerland, with my good friend Matt Richter of financial-imagineer.com. Matt grew up in Basel and is now raising his family there. He loves how the city sits on the Rhine River and is located in the mountains with tremendous history and scenery. In this episode, Matt and I talk about attending the three-day carnival-style party known as Fasnacht, visiting Basel-Minster, a 1,200-year-old church building, and exploring Bursa Castle, one of four castles overlooking the Beers River. You hear about these three amazing experiences plus a bunch more. If you know someone who wants to visit Switzerland, I'd love it if you share this episode with them. The show notes and our one page guide of Matt's tips will be available at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Basel. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Lee, thank you so much for having me.
0: Right on. So, I've heard a lot about Switzerland for all these years. You know, I know it's, you know, the Swiss have like the the army knives, the watches, the chocolates, all those good things. And when I met you at FinCon a couple months ago and handed me one of those chocolates, I was like, oh my God, I got to have Matt on the show to talk about Basel.
1: Lee, it was a pleasure meeting you at FinCon, and chocolate is like the blood of the Swiss next to cheese, if you've heard of uh, cheese fondue or raclette and all these things. And the chocolates I got from a chocolate factory, very, very close from town. It's not like one of the famous ones, but they actually have a... A chocolate shop there an outlet shop and this is a place even i as a local i really really love to go there because they depending on the season you you sometimes have the the chocolate rabbits for easter you have santa clauses for christmas you have chocolate all year round also like some summer flavors and so forth You, you get anything you want there
0: Oh, that's fantastic. It's like hitting both sides of my heart, right? It's like the, the taste of the of the chocolate and then also the frugal part where it's it's at a discount, right? Because it's the uh the, the shop, <laughs> the outlet shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's your connection to Basel? So yeah, I
1: was not born here, but I grew up in Basel. I uh started to to live here when I was just like three or four months old, and I spent most of my life here, my childhood. And uh, my parents are from here, so I have the family link to Basel. And of course I've seen all the the whole city transform over the past 40 years. So a lot of things have changed. In a nutshell, there's so many cool things about Basel which I like to share because Basel sometimes is not the number one destination for people who think of traveling to Switzerland. So I think this will make this episode maybe a bit more special because people usually think of mountains, Zurich, Geneva, Lucerne, and so on. So Basel is a little bit different than that, but that's exactly where it gets interesting.
0: Right. Huh? Well, for people that aren't really familiar with Basel, where in the country is it?
1: Okay. So maybe I, if you have the the map of Europe, It's right in the middle. So if you know where the borders of France, Germany and Switzerland meet, that's where Basel is located. So we have a very special situation. We are in the heart of Europe and our city actually spans across three countries. So we do have suburbs in France as well as in Germany that still belong to Basel. And the people in the other countries, they still speak our dialect, the Swiss German dialect. So it's, it's a very interesting place. Even our tramways, they cross the borders. We have bus lines and tramways that are like trinational.
0: Well, that's fantastic. I, I, I think I love it as far as like being right there at the intersection of those three countries. Then you kind of get the best of all three, right? You get a little sample of, of each of those different cultures.
1: Exactly. So for, for us living here, it makes it super interesting. I heard you before, you like the frugal part. You like the we, we can do geo arbitrage in the small. So it means like from my home, I can drive 10 minutes by car. I'm in France. I can drive 10 minutes by car the other way. I'm in Germany. In France, you get excellent seafood, which you wouldn't find in Switzerland like that because we are a landlocked country. And until the shrimps and the fish gets here it's spoiled but if i drive 10 minutes i have like less than half the price two times the quality and all the selection they have and i I get all the things from france i get the red wines the meat everything if if i drive the other way i get the german beers the sausages you name it you know and then of course like me being a financial background guy i I also look at the price levels and the currency of course we have the swiss franc the other places have the euro so it makes it super interesting from many many aspects
0: oh fantastic so speaking of like the 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 euro and the and the franc there when people come there say i'm coming from the united states do i need to exchange currency to be able to to kind of shop around or do i just use my credit cards or uh, how does that work with a credit card you can do most things
1: and for the things you cannot use a credit card I highly recommend you to have a little Swiss francs for Basel because if you have euro cash here you will get ripped off. You okay. know they have this they, they accept it but they they usually give you a very very bad FX rate and they they give you some some remaining of change and you will be very unhappy doing that oh sure and things that you you probably need some coins is like the ferry so we have a ferry to cross the rhine river these guys don't accept credit cards so there are very few places most places do accept it but still so credit card plus a, a little bit of cash swiss franc cash will do
0: okay that makes a lot of sense and then as far as like you know again coming from the united states you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people are hesitant about traveling internationally is that they're afraid of not knowing the language or people not being able to understand them. When we come there, is is it okay to be able to speak in English or do we need to know some, uh, some German or some Swiss to be able to understand and be able to uh, speak with everybody?
1: Basel or Switzerland in general is a highly international place. So we have in the city of Basel, I think it's more than 40% are foreigners that live here. So... We have a very, very high percentage of expats. So we have the pharmaceutical industry here. Roche Novartis have their headquarters here. We have the headquarters of the Bank for International Settlements. This is like the central bank of the central banks is here in Basel. So a lot of international institutions have their headquarters here. And with English, you will have. Absolutely no problem getting through here. I would say now, my wife is from Taiwan. She didn't really have to learn Swiss German yet, so it (laughs) works for most part. I, I can speak with experience on this point. And on the other side, if you have a little Swiss German as well, of course, it will be very, people will be happy if you if you say like Grüezi, which is for hi, or schön," which is the German one for thank you. If you have a little German here and there, they will be very, very happy as well, of course.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's always great to know just a, at least a few words, just to show that you're making a little bit of an effort to, to be part of the local culture there. Now, uh, speaking of that, for us to be able to fly over there, do we need a, a visa or anything else to be able to enter the country?
1: If you come from the U.S., you do not need a visa. So you can simply come here. Uh, if you fly here, we have a very special airport as well. Our airport is, I think it may be the only now, bi-national airport. So Basel Airport is standing on French ground. But it's... a. Uh, it's actually a Swiss airport, so we have a, a Swiss jurisdiction area on French ground because the airport is there. So it got like outsourced because we didn't have the space. <laughs> and uh, this is like a, a major hub for EasyJet. So EasyJet is this orange-colored budget airline in Europe, and also like Basel Airport is very well linked to the the major hubs like Frankfurt. Paris, Munich, London. You have several flights a day to all these places. So this is how you can reach it. And if you come like from a bigger city by train, we also, of course, have a very good railway system here. So we are connected to the French network. We have a French train station in Basel. We have a German train station and the Swiss one. We have three major train stations. We have trains coming from Paris. It takes just about three hours. You're in the city of Paris, downtown from Basel, by the high-speed train of France. And you can also go to Frankfurt, Cologne. Uh, you can go to Berlin as far as Hamburg or even to Holland from here by train. And towards the south, we have direct trains all the way to Milan and beyond. So it's it's very well linked. So if you come by train or by plane, it's no problems. It's very well linked. Also, if you come by car, we are like a, a major highway crossroads here.
0: Oh, so that's fantastic. You
1: will not miss it. Yep.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so from... <laughs> Kind of hearing all that, it sounds like if I'm coming from the United States, I'm here in Nashville. So if I fly over there, I would probably fly into one of those other major hubs. And then from there, take a more of like a regional plane to be able to get to Basel. Yes, correct. And then, okay. So say we, say we arrive there at the airport from there getting into the city. Do we take a a train? Do we take public transportation? Do we rent a car? How do we get around? If you just
1: want to stay in Basel and explore here, I would highly recommend just take the bus. So they have buses, I think every five minutes that are very affordable. So less than $5 will get you downtown to the main station in just about 10 minutes. So the airport is very close from the city.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And from there, uh, are there any parts of the city that we should maybe look to, to book our hotel or that we should try to avoid just, just because maybe it's not as safe for, for tourists.
1: I would say uh, there is no non-safe zone here so I think every it's it's a very very safe area Basel or Switzerland in general it's uh, one of the safest countries in the world so even like in a fairy tale, so safe. Uh, my my wife had to get used to it that we we let our kids go out very late in the in the night and so on. <laughs> so I I dare to say it's very safe. And where you want to stay, I believe it depends on number one your budget, number two what you like to have, right? If if you want to have a hotel, the the best hotel is the the hotel of the three kings, Le Trois Rois. It's at the, right at the Rhine River, five star hotel. Beautiful old uh, bar and club, but I think you, you'll you easily spend a few hundred bucks there per night. And you have a Michelin star restaurant built in, so you will be very well looked after there. And of course, there's a lot of uh, just about 100 meters from there, uh, maybe two minute walk from there. You have some very nice downtown hotels as well, much more affordable The whole city has a lot of uh, hotels that are more empty now because some of the major fairs uh, stopped coming for the time being. So there, I think you will be spoiled for choice at the moment as a tourist.
0: Nice, nice. That's good to know. It's always good when I, I know that right now as we're recording this, the US dollar is very strong compared to the euro and, and a lot of other currencies. And so we're able to get a lot more for our dollar when we're traveling to, you know, some of these foreign countries. So that's really good as well. Be able to stretch your travel budget a little bit more. Now, when we're planning our trip to Basel, when you think of Switzerland, you think of like the Alps, and you think of snow and and, skiing or snowboarding and things like that. But like we said, the Basel is not really in that region where like uh, the Alps are necessarily. What type of weather is throughout the year? And when do you recommend people travel to visit?
1: Okay, for the weather part. I would like to say Basel is very special. Like in for most parts of Switzerland, like the the middle land, (laughs) it's like between the Alps and the Euro Mountains, they have a lot of fog during the year, especially autumn time is very foggy and cold, and you have a lot of uh, days with overcast. Basel has 300 days of sunshine each year, and sunshine means you know like almost no clouds, and It's very, very beautiful in summer where you can actually go swimming in the Rhine. So you can basically just some people go with their swim gear to the city barefoot and they jump into the river and float through the river through town and then you you have a little bag people usually take this bag it's waterproof you can close it lock up your things in there your belongings your key your money and then when you you have to be careful because if you float too far you'll end up in germany or france down <laughs> river and uh, you don't want to go there. There's like a hydropower plant later on. So you have to get out of the river before. But it's very, very special They have on summer days. There are thousands of people in the water floating through the city. It's a very special picture for for people not used to that because the water is so clean. So I, I would say summer is super nice for that. You, you get to see this summery piece of a Swiss city where people enjoy themselves outdoors and In summer, also the, how to say, like the daytime lasts till 10 p.m. It's bright, it's beautiful, and a lot of life happens outside. However, there are also some events throughout the year, which I highly recommend. If you really just come to see Basel, we have the Carnival, which usually happens between January, February, March. This is more on the lunar calendar, so you have to check each year when it will happen. But this one is beautiful. It's a... Actually, three days, 72 hours party where the whole city goes crazy. It starts on a Sunday evening and it starts with a fire parade. The fire parade gets as hot as like 800 degrees Celsius. I wouldn't know in Fahrenheit how much that is. And you, ha- you have these huge piles of fire that they carry through the city of Liestal, which is about 10 minutes from Basel, to actually try to scare the winter away. And then after that... People sometimes go home. Some of the people stay awake the whole night because on Monday, 4 a.m. sharp, the whole city of Basel will switch off the electricity and the whole city goes pitch black. And then you have thousands of people doing music, singing, dancing in the streets at 4 a.m. in a very <laughs> cold morning. And it's so crazy. And they have lanterns and things. It's it's a, some You have some political inspiration there. People make lanterns with their ideas about politics. They make fun of everything. So everything is allowed. It's like the, the time where you are allowed to say anything you want the way you want. And you have any kind of creative art, walking, dancing, singing the street. It's super cool. And this party will last for three days nonstop till usually Thursday, 4 a.m. as well. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is usually big party in the streets. It's, It's great for children because you have people throwing around candies all the way and you will see just how creative all the people are here. We have other things that happen as well. So we have the, the autumn fair, which is great. So each year around late October, early November, the whole city transforms into an amusement park. You know, imagine having a Disney World inside your town and you have the big Ferris wheel, you have roller coasters, you have everything built up for just two weeks a year. And the whole city also will be on the wheels to enjoy these things. So that's another wonderful time in, in autumn to go here. Last but not least, well, I have I have more ideas here what you can do. So I, I cover all the events now. If you come around Christmas time, the Christmas market of Basel got voted one of the best in Europe just last year, which was awesome. I honestly believe Even better Christmas markets are just a little bit outside of Basel. So what I recommend people to do if they like Christmas markets and this pre-Christmas feeling in Europe, you can come to Basel and you can actually travel to Alsace. My favorite Christmas markets are in Colmar and Strasbourg in France. They are just like one to two hours away from here. You can even take a train. So from our French train station, it's less than an hour and you're in downtown Colmar. And a little further, you're in Strasbourg. So you can actually do a, a Christmas market tour here in, in the Alsace, as well as in the German region of Freiburg, which is on the other side of the Rhine. Where you can also make a, a little trip to the Black Forest. So actually the Black Forest, the Alsacian wine region, everything that is also very, very close from Basel as well.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. And I guess if you're gonna go to like some of these areas that are a little outside of the city, you'd either take a train or, or need to rent a car to be able to visit them, right? Yeah.
1: If you if you go from city to city, I highly recommend just take a train because usually during these events it's very hard to get a good parking lot or you overpay unless you're with a big family or you want to do bigger trips. So if, if you want to go to the black forest, I recommend a car because you can, you can go to very, very nice places. Like half an hour from my home, you can, you can go skiing, you know, they have skiing slopes here and, uh, yeah, it's just everything so close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on. Like I love to ski and snowboard and Christmas markets are like one of my favorite things to visit. But like, what are some of the other things we should be doing uh, when we visit Basel, like throughout the year?
1: Okay, so if if you come to Basel throughout the year, what I really like, if if you want to see the city, maybe a little background on the city. So Basel, it's one of the older cities in Switzerland. So Basel itself has the oldest university in Switzerland. So it's from 1460. So you you also have some Roman settlements here. So you can see a lot of old buildings. You can see the old town and the old town, the so-called Mittlere Brücke, the middle bridge. It was for very, very long, for centuries, it was one of the only bridges crossing the Rhine for hundreds of kilometers up and downstream. So... There, the inner part of the city, that's what made Basel strong in the past. And it's super cool because you can still see nowadays buildings from the 1200s, from the 1300s. Some of these buildings have the year inscribed in them. So you can see them. You can go see the the cathedral. And from the cathedral hill, you can take one of these small ferry boats that brings you across the Rhine. So they don't have an engine. They're like linked on a rope. And you can travel back and forth. And you don't hear the sound of an engine or anything. So it's it's just magic. <laughs> and what else I, ex- I highly recommend usually is if, if you have time and you like to explore the city, buy a day pass for the tram system, which is a very cheap way. And we have like tram lines that are going uphill. And from the higher sides of town, you can see down on the city. So it's it's beautiful and you don't have to pay too much. So the tram lines 15 and 16 they are interconnected and you can actually just make a big tour you can also take the trams to to france and germany if you want and we have the the longest tram line in europe which is almost like 32 kilometers long so you can actually hop on a tram and drive for hours literally (laughs) that's really that's really cool and and with this ticket, you can get on and off whenever you want. When you see something interesting, you go off and on, right? And uh, very cool, of course, we have the only harbor of Switzerland. So we, with the Rhine River, we're the only place where ships, international ships, they come upstream all the way from Holland, from the Netherlands, and they bring oil and gas and other goods. We have a container harbor. And where this container harbor is built, that's exactly the triangle between Switzerland, Germany and France, so you can go there to the border triangle, which is fun for kids, they can jump around and say now I'm in France, now I'm in Germany. <laughs> and and right next to that is a a bar which gives you like this Mediterranean feeling. You have actually real sand and in summer it's beautiful. You can be there, you can you can put your toes in the sand, look at the Rhine and have a beer or a drink. So it's cool.
0: That's pretty amazing. What's the name of that bar?
1: That's called Sand Oase Bar, Sand Oasis Bar.
0: Nice. Yeah, we'll have to definitely add that to the list. Um, now, one of the things I was looking around at, at some of like the you know the historical buildings that are there the, in Basel, and a couple of them really stood up to me. There's one there that has the tomb of Erasmus. I guess it's a, a 12th century Gothic cathedral that seemed really cool. I guess the town hall was built in the 16th century, and it's like a red sandstone. Oh, yeah. Actually,
1: the sandstone got painted red with the blood of cows, of oxes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Make it stand out. So, and this one is very, very special. So, if you're at the market square, you see this building. It's very beautiful. You can go inside there. So, there's no security check or anything. You can just walk in and see what's around. And that's the parliament of Basel City. And it's super beautiful. A lot of details
0: there. Yeah, the building looks amazing in the, in the pictures that I've seen. There's another one called uh, Basel-Minster. Uh, I guess it was like they started building it in like 1019. And they, they were building it for like 400 years or something.
1: Yep, correct. And that's that used to be the highest point of the city in the past. And uh, from there, you have... Great, great spots to to look down on the Rhine and to make pictures. And from there, you also see the most modern buildings. So if you stand at this minster, at this cathedral, you look to the right side, you will see the Roche Towers, which is the, the tallest buildings in Switzerland, more than 200 meters tall constructs there for Roche, the pharmaceutical headquarters. Or you see the, the the Exhibition Square Tower. So you have you can actually time travel. You have this very old and then you have the very modern.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Another one I saw, um, I guess, again, it's more that historical element to it, is like the, the Splendor City Gate.
1: Yes, the Spalentor City Gate. You actually can see how they defended the city in the Middle Ages because – Like I said, we used to be the only town to have a bridge to cross the Rhine. And then when it got dark, these people just closed the gates, right? (laughs) Nobody could come in. And there was a city wall, of course, around the whole town. You still see parts of that at two places. You can see it uh, at one part. It's uh, close at the Rhine River next to the paper museum, which is uh, also a great place to see. Um, you can see how they make paper with a water mill there. And there you see actually the almost a thousand year old city wall. And the other place is actually in the middle of the city where they have a, a huge, almost like a highway <laughs> bridge crossing <laughs> the city. On the side, you see the old part of the of the wall and this Spalentor that you mentioned. You can even see, it's it's like in a movie, I believe it would still work. You can close the gate upside down and you can see on top, you can climb up and see if you were the guy to defend the city, how well you would be protected and where you would shoot. It's really, really cool for, for kids as well.
0: What a fun experience. The last one I saw, um, we were talking about like we were renting a car, because I guess it's a little bit of, of uh, a little further away. It's called a Brisek Castle. Yep.
1: Beers castle, okay, well, then that's uh maybe fifteen minutes outside the city, and that's more in the south, and there you actually have a place where the beers make an egg the egg is it's not an egg, but it's a corner. <laughs> And that place used to be very strategic because also there in the past, it sometimes belonged to France, then it belonged to Switzerland again and so forth. It was a strategic access there that the the people tried to protect. And there you have like a, it's not a gorge, but you have a place where the stream of the beers crosses through very, very hard stone get through the mountain. And uh, actually, there's a lot of other castles around. If, if you venture out just maybe five to 10 more minutes to the other way, you have the Lanzkrone Castle, where you can actually take your kids for barbecuing. So it's, it's really cool. doesn't cost anything. So no admission. You just bring something to barbecue, and they have a fireplace there. Try to be early, make your fire, and the kids will have fun the whole day playing around in the castle.
0: That sounds amazing. Now, speaking of, of of food, we only have a couple of minutes left, but obviously, with the intersection of like the the German and the Swiss and, and the French cultures there, I'm sure you have some really cool like, or interesting types of food. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, you you can have anything European here, right? So, if you want to go for good food, special things are. Maybe more the traditional stuff that are typical Basel. Maybe I go into the more typical Basel stuff. One is the so-called leckerli. That's like a a sort of gingerbread cookies that is sugar-coated. You you can actually go to Jakob's Basler Leckerli to see how they do it. They have like a museum and a tour there. During the carnival season, you have cheese and onion pie. And they have a, a form of flour soup, which they add a lot of Swiss cheese on top, which is awesome. Super uh, stuffing and yummy. I love it. During the autumn fair, we have special candies that are very typical to Basel. It's like sugar sugar canes with fillings of almond stuff inside. Very special. You, you only find it here. Also, Basel is one of the places with a lot of breweries. So if you like beer... You can even do like a beer tour. So I, I, what I love to do when I have friends visiting from the States, they are usually very surprised you can drink your beer in public, right? So I, I usually take them from one to another, and we usually get a beer and we walk to the next. So we make a city tour having a be- one beer after another until we completed the circle.
0: Or you pa- or until you pass out with all the beers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Until- <laughs> <laughs> and this is awesome. So you, you have a lot of these local breweries, that actually make beautiful beers you have everything from the normal lagers to ipas to whatever you want also sausages are awesome if you if you're on the market square in front of this parliament building the red one you should try a sausage from the eiche brand which are really nice you have the swiss bratwurst or the club the servala which are great yeah we have we have one of the best restaurants in Switzerland is here, so she was voted the best chef in 2020. She's cooking in the Stukey. Her name is Tania Grandits. There you can splurge and spend like five, six hundred dollars per person for a dinner, and you get your full two, three-star Michelin whatever dish. But if you wanna, if you wanna go just a bit to Alsace, if you have a car, you drive 20 minutes from here to to the French area you can get a two-star Michelin lunch for 20 euros as well. So you see, this is the the power of geographic arbitrage. We have everything here. It it can be highly accoladed, but cheap, but you can pay a lot as well. So you have both worlds. Yeah, so the beer tour, I would recommend. Or if you actually just have a little time, you want to see a bit, uh, a special feel, I highly recommend a place called Markt Halle. Market hall in in English, Markthalle. It's just next to the train station. It's a huge dome that is covering an inside area where you have a lot of restaurants. Also, one of my favorite beer places is inside, Beer Revere. It's called, and they have more than 40 beers on tap and more than a thousand beers in their fridge, different types of beers. And this uh, Markthalle, even if it's winter and very cold, people are sitting out there. It feels like you're in an outdoor area, but it's big enough that gives you the feeling of, of like a town square or something like that. And everybody is sitting there and eating, enjoying their food. It's really beautiful. And you have everything from Swiss to Thai to, you know, it's an international market kind of uh, food court, you could call it in English.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. You mentioned earlier that uh, you had like onion soup was like one of your favorites. Uh, Where would we go for that?
1: If you come here during the carnival, you can go to almost any place. If not the carnival, you should go to a place like Brauner Mutz, which is downtown at Barfuserplatz. You can get there uh, all the local things. You can also get your bratwurst with rösti, more the Swiss dishes, <laughs> and also the onion pie and the, the flour soup and so forth. Right on.
0: And then uh, when you mentioned like the Swiss chocolates uh... – what's your recommendation of a, a place to go for that
1: okay, so if you are in the city, you should go to Lederach to brandle and uh, there there's a lot of these uh, smaller shops, but family owned family guided they do their chocolate like art craft. I believe if you if you just walk around downtown area you will easily find four or five of them. It's very pricey but super yummy. And if you want to go for bulk and uh load your luggage, you should go outside of Basel in the city of Pratteln, you have the the chocolate factory outlet shop there, but that's of course not the same quality like the downtown fine chocolate kind of art chocolate.
0: Right on. And then in that that like that more higher-end chocolate places. Do you have a like a, a favorite that you'd recommend?
1: I usually like to go to Lederach. Lederach is not from Basel, but they have they have a big shop in the train station. They have also a big shop at the market square, which is again the square where the red building is uh, located. And they make these huge plates of chocolate. So you have like white chocolate with raspberry inside, or you have dark chocolate with uh, blackberry inside. You have passion fruit flavored white chocolate and and all these fancy things. Every season, they have new creations there. And uh, you can sometimes try if you ask very, very nicely. And uh, if you bring a little kid along, you get some extras as well.
0: (laughs) It's one benefit of having kids, right? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Well, Well, Matt, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Basel. I've learned a lot and it sounds like such a fun place to go. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited, where should they go and what should they eat?
1: If you were just in Basel for one small stopover, I would try to go for something traditional. Go to Brauner Mutz and get inspired by the local choice there. I would go there because all the other things you can get at other places. That's why.
0: Right. On. Uh, what would you recommend ordering?
1: I would recommend ordering like the Rösti with bratwurst, which is uh, like scrambled potatoes fried with a, a black onion sauce and the sausage on the side. If you want to have an entry, take the onion soup. It's like a French onion soup with a cheese cover. It's baked in the oven at the end. It's super yummy. When you when you pop it up, the cheese drops in the onion soup. It gets creamy and ah, it's just uh, out of words. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> it
0: yummy. sounds decadent for sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, Like you said, you you basically, although you were born someplace else, you've pretty much lived there your entire life. What's one of the most memorable stories of being in Basel?
1: The most memorable stories? Well, it has something to do with uh, pizza, I guess. I love to drive around the city, see things here. So I, I worked in a pizza shop for many, many years. It was the first pizza delivery shop in Basel in the 1990s. And just driving around there and seeing people everywhere. like most memorable uh, i just think it's it's a beautiful city to to roam around i don't have one one specific memory for that if, if you want maybe another one is going to the autumn fair and go go on the freefall tower or something like that the freefall tower is almost as high as the big building if you go up there you you see everything around you but it's yeah i think the most beautiful memory i have in my heart is more the driving around roaming the city that kind of feel
0: Yes, yeah, one of those things. You know, when you're delivering pizza, you're always like bringing something happy for somebody. You know, so that yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's, or, the way or I, that's number the way I
1: look three. At it. I had I the third one, if I may, <laughs> floating through the city. That's of course something. That's something you don't do as kid. You see, if if you grow up here, the parents are usually afraid if you if you want to go swim in the Rhine. But when I was 18, I went the first time myself, and it was such an amazing feeling. If you jump in this water and then you just let yourself flow through the river, through the city, you see left and right. You're just like traveling inside the water. That That's something amazing.
0: That is cool. That is cool. Well, speaking of good memories and, and happy times, uh, what's the happiest happy hour in Basel?
1: The happiest happy hour? Well, I'm very happy usually at this beer revere that I've mentioned before, because there you get 40 beers on tap. You can actually drink and try and then you know they have like little flights of small cups and you can say i want to have one of this one of that one of that you can combine it and a lot of beer lovers go there people go there for after work drinks it's maybe not cheap but it's super recommendable and you always find good good beers there
0: yeah i i always look at it like i'm always happy to pay a little bit extra for something that's uh, really tasty well speaking of tasty things uh Whenever I travel, I always uh, check out the local pizza. I know you, uh, you have a great memory of, of delivering the pizza, but is that the best pizza place in Basel?
1: It used to be. It used to be. I, I honestly think so. Uh, unfortunately, it got taken over by competitors and then they optimized for margins and it doesn't exist anymore the way it used to. So I, I do the pizzas myself. However, Basel has uh, a few pizzerias downtown that are very good as well. But I I usually do the pizzas myself, I have to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, since most of the listeners aren't going to show up at your house and ask you to make them a pizza, uh, where would you recommend that they go?
1: Look at some Italian restaurants downtown. I don't know. I I wouldn't dare to drop a name here. Maybe I can send you a a few links later. But uh, it's, it's a very different pizza than the pizza in America. Right. So you have very thin pizza. It's very differently made, but definitely very authentic Italian pizzas.
0: Nice. We'll definitely uh, include that in the show notes so that way people can can figure out which one to go to. Now, like I said, we we met in in Orlando for FinCon uh, and I know you travel a lot for yourself. You you, you met your wife in Taiwan. What's your best travel tip?
1: My best travel tip is usually plan for nothing for sometimes. Um, Also, I love to explore stuff by myself. So, of course, travel with the family is fun as well. But sometimes you just if you're by yourself and you venture out and you don't have everything planned through, even with the family, I do that sometimes we have no plan for sometimes leave some buffer here and there and explore, you know, just follow your feeling and explore as you please. Go with the weather, go with the flow, get to know some people, talk with locals like your podcast, talk with locals and see what they do. And you may be surprised what new things you may learn because traveling is also about, uh, you know, exploring new places, exploring new food and uh, talking to people and having time to enjoy.
0: I totally agree. I think one of the things that if you have a jam-packed schedule and you are rushing from one place to the next, sometimes you miss the really cool experiences because you ran right past it. You know, and so give yourself a little bit of space, and you're gonna be able to find some things that you would never have thought about or that that aren't on the normal tourist maps, you know well, Matt, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all those awesome tips. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Well, okay, so I used to be a Swiss banker representing the two biggest Swiss banks in Asia, helping multimillionaires manage their portfolios. And after 2017, we kind of uh, retired from that life. So I started a financial blog talking about financial independence, retire early or recreational employment, whatever you want to call it, the RE part. So I blog under Financial Imagineer. That's like imagination and engineer combined, Financial Imagineer. And there I try to inspire people to make more with their money and to try to attain and go after their dreams using money as a tool. So money is not the main point there, but how to build your dream life. It's more about having no fear and going after your dreams
0: relentlessly. That's fantastic. Now, uh, if somebody has questions about your blog or about Basel, what's the best way to reach you on social media? Okay, well... Come to my blog,
1: the Financial Imagineer. You can always shoot me an email. We'll be happy to to resp- reply to anything. And if somebody would like to try my pizza, feel free to reach out. Now I, I, this, this might be dangerous, right? I don't know how many people <laughs> will write to me now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, or or I would be very happy to go on a beer tour with you if you listen to this and show you around. Any of that, you can reach me on this financialimagineer.com, financial hyphen or minus imagineer.com. On Twitter, its handle is at FI underscore Imagineer. A little complicated, but there you can follow me and get some daily inspiration.
0: Well, that's really awesome. Well, we'll definitely include links to all those in the show notes. And Matt, again, it's been a pleasure. We look forward to seeing you when we travel there.
1: Thank you so much. Looking forward to having you here, Lee.
0: What a wonderful conversation with Matt. Swiss chocolate is amazing. And I'd love the snowboard in the Alps one day. You can find all the links we talked about today and our one page guide to Matt's tips at wetravelthere.com forward slash Basel. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner in today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs. So that way you can stay rico free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code Lee to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we head to Bruges Belgium to speak with my new friend Shane Mahoney of lugostravel.com. In this episode, Shane and I talk about climbing the Bruges Belfry Tower, touring the world's only beer pipeline at the Haveman Brewery, and exploring the Basilica of the Holy Blood. Hope to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell me you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way, you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations.